And we are back. This is Alexander Juan Antonio Cortez, and this is the Art of Health podcast. So, topic of discussion for today is deadlifting. How to deadlift, why you need to deadlift, how not to deadlift, and some background context for the deadlift that hopefully gives you some understanding. So, I'm going to start with a personal story about myself. <laughs> is there any other kind of personal story? So my experience deadlifting, and I promise this is relevant to you, my experience deadlifting, I didn't start deadlifting until I was, I believe, 19 or 20. Now, the reason why, when I was 15, I was wrestling. In high school, I was in wrestling practice, and I had a very severe muscle strain in my lower back. And this was freshman year of high school. This muscle strain and this back injury, it set off a cascade effect of throwing my back out every three or four months from the age of 15 all the way up until the age of 20. I was injuring my back all the time. You know, not, not injuring it per se, but if I bent over you know, a wrong way, if I overextend myself, my back would go out. Um, it was a very common problem. And it took me a very long time to realize and a very long time to learn that the reason why this was happening was fundamentally because my back was weak. My low back muscles were weak. My glutes were weak. My spinal erectors were weak. My upper back was weak. So I could do pull-ups all day. I could, my lats were strong, but the core muscles that really were supporting my spine and stabilizing my spine, which is the glutes, the hamstrings, the spinal uh, erector muscles, all those muscles, you know, the perispinals, those were weak. Now, I'm not going to get into the discussion of why injuries keep rehappening, why keep rehappening? Why injuries keep reoccurring? But essentially, once you injure yourself, you know you injure your back. Same way if you ever injure your knee, same way you ever injure your ankle, you sprain an ankle. The odds of it happening are greatly increased. So I'm just going to leave that there. Anytime you get that kind of injury with a joint, the odds of re-injuring that joint they go exponentially go up, and oftentimes people will hurt themselves over and over and over again throughout their life. So anyway, that's what happened to me. I injured my back. I kept re-injuring my back and. At the same time that I was re-injuring my back over and over again, I was very hesitant to do anything for my back because everything hurt. And it hurt, again, because my back was weak. When you have a weak muscle, everything seems like a threat to it. So when I was 20, I started deadlifting. And when I started deadlifting, I was deadlifting literally like 45 pounds. You know, like I, was using, I wasn't even using the barbell. I was using a, a curl bar, like one of the, the wavy bars. I was using a curl bar. I was deadlifting 45 pounds for sets of 10, 20 reps, just trying to learn this movement that I had read about on the internet that was really good for your back. And over the course of you know so many months, over the course of about a year, I went from deadlifting 45 pounds to deadlifting 405 pounds. So massive, 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 you know, what, 1,000% uh, increase. I, you know, I, I 10X'd it, you know, almost. No, not 10X'd it, so 45. What, like I, I 8X'd it? Anyway. Um, point being that my strength shot up, my back uh, got stronger, got massively, massively stronger, and it stopped hurting. My back pain kind of went away. And even though I did have injuries later on to my back, it wasn't from my back being weak, it was from pushing the weights too hard. So the nature of the injuries really changed. And now at this point, it's been a long, long time since I've had anything bad happen to my back that way. I haven't, I haven't thrown my back out literally in almost a decade. So moral of the story. Deadlifting strengthens your spine. Deadlifting is good for your body. Deadlifting can perhaps even help alleviate back pain. And deadlifting 
like I said earlier, if you've never done it before, it does seem very risky. It does because you know people inherently you know that your spine is a you know somewhat of a delicate structure that you don't want to hurt your spine. You don't need to know biology or biomechanics to have this intuitive sensibility that your spine is not something that you want to harm. Now, why is deadlifting so difficult? The reason deadlifting is so difficult is goes back to that you know, muscle weakness. When I say weakness, I this is not a moral assessment of you as a human being. I use weakness and the sensibility that you have no muscle. You are physically weak. The reason why deadlifting is difficult for so many is because your body is physically weak. So I, I made a list here. I'm going to kind of read it off, so to speak. But why is deadlifting so difficult for people? Well, all the following reasons. If you have a forward head, so you have a head where your neck kind of juts forward, you stare down at your phone a lot, you have that kind of slouchy posture to your neck, that makes deadlifting difficult because it throws off the alignment of the spine. If you have bad posture, so if you have rounded posture, you're hunched over, that put your spine under a necessary load when you go to deadlift, that messes up the deadlift. If you have a weak middle back, so maybe you don't slouch per se, but you don't really have much spinal muscle either. You know, your mid-back's weak in that area. Well, your whole back's weak, but you know, your mid-back, you lack muscle there. Uh, deadlifting will be difficult. That's very common for guys that actually are fit, where you can have a strong upper back, but a relatively, in comparison, weak middle and lower back. So perhaps your Middle back's weak. You could just have a weak low back. So that's another thing. Very, very, very common. A lot of people are very gun-shy. They're very hesitant about strengthening their low back. They have generalized, non-specific low back pain. They have no muscle in their low back. You do have muscle in your lower back. And again, if your low back's weak, well, again, deadlifting will be difficult. You could uh, have what's called a gluteal amnesia. You could just have no ass muscle, basically. If you have no ass muscle, and if you can't even squeeze your glutes, if you have no glute muscle really that you can activate to move load, deadlifting can hurt you. Along with having no glutes, you probably have no hamstrings or very tight hamstrings. And if you have tight hamstrings, then yeah, deadlifting, again, will be difficult. Along with having tight hamstrings, tight glutes, no glutes, you could have weak ankles and feet. And this, you see, I see this a lot in gyms where guys are newbies and they're deadlifting like in running shoes and their knees are kind of all over the place. You can tell their body's not stable. If you have weak ankles and you have weak feet and you can even, you know, add in calves, your calves, your, your ankle and calf strength do go together. So let's just say you have like weak calves, ankles, feet, all three. Well, that will fuck up your deadlift as well. Along with having weak ankles, quads, feet, and all that, you could have weak quads. So your quadriceps do contribute to the deadlift. If you have chicken legs and you're super skinny, your knees and your your femur alignment and your pelvis, well, your quadriceps help to align that. They help you know keep your body in that biomechanical state, in that biodynamic state of movement to exert force. So if you have weak quads, that can hurt your deadlift. If you have weak lower abs, that can hurt your deadlift. So along with you know your quads and your adductors, you also have your abdominal muscles. Um, they allow you to resist gravity. If those are weak, especially in like your lower abdominal area around your pelvis, around your belly button, well, that's going to negatively affect your deadlift. You can also have weak upper abs. So, you know, I mean, your abdominal wall is, in essence, it is one muscle, although it does, you know, do multiple functions. So, you know, you could have weak upper abs, and that could be negatively affecting your deadlift. Uh, you could have overall weak core torso, you know, building off of that. Let's say your whole torso, you have no obliques, you have your, you know, transverse abdominus doesn't really you know, coordinate that well. So your whole torso area is, 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 is scrawny and weak, and let's say it's fat you know, on top of it. So you're, you're fat and you're weak. So that's going to negatively affect your deadlift. 
And then following that, let's say you have weak hands. So your hands are weak. If your hands are weak, that means your arms are weak. You will never see someone with a strong grip in scrawny ass arms. Um, you know, maybe they're not, their arms aren't jacked and super enormous, and you know they have blue collar strength that way. But if you have strong hands, you're going to have strong arms. Period. And if you have weak hands and then you have weak arms, well, that's going to negatively affect your deadlift. So really, your whole body can. I mean, the deadlift is a total body lift, so if any part of your body is weak, then the deadlift can be compromised. So when we talk about the deadlift, or when people ask me, like, you know, like the deadlift, I can't do it right, I don't know why that is for people, because I've never seen them you know, perform the movement, but I can make a general guesstimation that there's probably some muscle or group of muscles that are underdeveloped on your body that are contributing to your poor deadlifting technique or contributing to the technique hurting you. So if you have, you know, as I said, if you have forward head, rounded posture, so there's sort of three general areas the deadlift can go wrong, or it could all go wrong. If you have everything that I just talked about, you're not ready to deadlift yet, at least not with any significant amount of weight. You might be deadlifting with your body weight, maybe holding a, a plate across your chest, learning just how to bend over. But if all these things I just described describe you, you're not in a state of functionality to be able to deadlift safely. Now, some of the things, maybe it's just some of the things, maybe some of the things I described describe you. So there's kind of three general categories that I break this up into. So you have, you know, sort of, let's just say you have your mid to upper back, then you have your mid to lower back glutes, and then you have your glutes to your legs. So when I watch someone deadlift, it could be three, it could be one of those three areas, or it could be, you know, like I said, all those three areas, but it's one of those three areas that probably could be improved upon, or at least improved upon the most. To start with, when most people go to deadlift, they don't have ass muscle. So if you're a modern guy or modern girl and you sit a lot and you drive a lot and you're not that active, pretty much everybody today has a lack of glute muscle. So getting the glutes firing is foremost to being able to deadlift correctly. Now, if you have that, let's say you do work your lower body and maybe your deadlift is still bad or it doesn't feel right, then it becomes a, a system of you know, trying to diagnose and assess, well, where is the inefficiency coming from? For a lot of people, let's say, for, well, not a lot of people, for women, for women, oftentimes they have strong lower bodies, but their upper body is comparatively weak. So that can mess up their deadlift. It can feel really hard in the spine, even though they have strong glutes and legs because their back is weak. For guys, it could be a, a bit of a mixed bag. For a lot of guys, they might be able to deadlift, but they still have a weak Mid and upper back, or weak, low, you know, you know, weak spine that way. So you, or, or they may maybe have a, a strong upper back, but they have no mid and low back. So you might be deadlifting and doing, let's say you're deadlifting, you're doing some pull-ups, you're doing some rows, but your low back can't quite handle the weight. This is very common. It's your low back and mid back, and then deadlifting hurts you. So it, I mean, it's a variety of issues. I can't say it's any one area, and and all these kinds of issues bleed into each other. You could have. Let's say you have a strong upper back, but your low back's weak. Uh, you know, maybe your low back is strong. That's not uncommon. I've seen people they have a pretty strong low back, but their upper back is actually underdeveloped. So there's lots of ways, guys. But when you're trying to figure it out and assess yourself, video makes a big difference. Video is a very objective assessment. Film yourself doing the movement, and then see where it starts to go wrong for you, or you know, see where the bar starts to play forward. Look at your setup. The deadlift is not a... The deadlift starts when you approach the bar. I'll say it this way. So the deadlift, it starts before you ever pick up. It starts where 
It starts with where you put your feet. It starts with setting your grip. It starts with engaging your muscles. An ideal deadlift, you know, speaking conventionally or even sumo, you get your feet in alignment with the bar, about shoulder width apart, or if you're deadlifting sumo, you know, outside shoulder width. You leverage your hips back, going straight back behind you. So you get hip extension going. Your spine stays in neutral. All these muscles are engaged. And then you grip the bar. You squeeze your grip. You squeeze your lats. You basically tighten your body against the bar. And then you project force downwards into the floor to break contact with the floor from the barbell. You don't jerk the bar but have it bang. You tighten down, so before you ever go to actually lift, lift it, there's already tension built up, you project force downward into the floor, and then you bring the hips into alignment with the femurs, with the lower body, with the upper body, with the spine, and you essentially stand up straight with the bar. If you do it correctly, it's a very fluid movement. If you set up incorrectly, and there's lots of ways to set up wrong, then it's not a fluid movement. And if you deadlift in a way that's not suitable for your body type, it's always going to feel bad. Some people are, some people do not have the anthropometric, you know, essentially physical structure to deadlift conventionally from the floor with a barbell. Uh, same way some people don't have the, uh, the anthropometric structure to sumo deadlift very well. But that doesn't mean that you can only use the barbell. You can use dumbbells. You can use kettlebells. You could use, you know, a rack pull. Uh, you could use you know some vert combination of maybe bands or cables. There's lots of ways to do hip extension. The barbell is just generally the most accessible and relatively easiest way to you know learn for most people, or at least it's most you know commonly practiced way. There's lots of ways to deadlift, but like I said, deadlift is a whole body lift. It, it uses almost every muscle in the body, really except chest. <laughs> yeah, you know, the only thing the deadlift really doesn't work to some extent or recruit is your is your chest muscle. So it works every muscle in the body. It requires strength from every muscle in the body. And if you're, as I often say, your relationship with gravity is fucked up, you know, and you're weak in some part of your body, the deadlift will reveal it. It will reveal where your weaknesses are and where your strengths are. It's a situation of assessing those strengths, assessing those weaknesses, and then doing the appropriate work to strengthen those areas. Now, if you can figure this out, then it's not that hard to necessarily get these things stronger. If you have, you know, I'll, I'll run down my list earlier. Like I started with the forward head, I worked at grip. If you have a weak grip, then train your arms, train your biceps and forearms, get your grip stronger. That's easy to diagnose. If you have, you know, and that's easy, I mean, that's easy to improve. That's you know, not easy to diagnose, it's easy to improve. Although it should be pretty obvious to you if your grip is weak. If you have forward head, if you have bad posture, you need to do a lot of upper back rowing. And, you know, weighted, and probably weighted carries, doing farmer's walks, holding some weight and walking upright, and strengthening your upper back. If it feels like your mid-lower back is, you know, bearing the load and that's really weak, you need to do back extensions, good mornings, you know, hyperextensions. You need to get that part of your back stronger. Bend over rows, you know, all of that will improve that. If your glutes are weak and, you know, your hamstrings are weak, you need to do some glute extensions, some hip extensions, some, uh, you know, some glute hypers. So, you know, maybe if you have a glute ham raise, you know, use the glute ham raise. Do some RDL, some Romanian deadlifts. Do some single leg hip extensions. You need to get that stronger. If, you know, maybe your hamstrings are weak and you feel, maybe it's, maybe your glutes are not the problem. It's your hamstrings. You know, your hamstrings are, the, you know, our muscle group. Stiff leg deadlifts, lying leg curls. You know, kettlebell swings. Kettlebell swings are phenomenal movements for strengthening the glutes and the hamstrings. You need to improve that. Let's say your, your feet and your, your ankles are weak. Calf raises. Barefoot calf raises can be really helpful. 
Uh, changing your shoes and using flat shoes or deadlifting barefoot, that can be really helpful. Walking barefoot on grass, you know, or you know, walk, incline walking in the treadmill, treadmill and minimal footwear, that can help strengthen your feet. Your, your foot strength really makes a dramatic difference beyond, I think, what anyone estimates. Um, let's say your quads are weak. You know, so let's say you know, getting the bar off the floor is really difficult. So maybe everything's weak, but you know your quads are skinny. Leg press, front squat, uh, split squats. You know, the leg presses actually can be very useful for deadlift. There's a number of elite deadlifters in the world. Uh, Andy Bolton comes to mind who they actually credit the leg press with helping their deadlift a bit because it helps lock out with the quads. So getting your quads strong could help. If your core feel, feels weak, so let's say your whole low back core just like you just know, know your abs are like they're 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 you know they're they're pure lard, they're ice cream. What are you going to do about that? Well, planks, crunches, sit ups. You know, like I said before, weighted carries, farmers walks. All those things can help your abs. You know, strengthen your abs. So. You know, the, the exercise part is actually the easy part. It's figuring out what's wrong that's difficult for people. But like I said, video yourself. You know, figure out like if there's a certain part of your body that feels like it, it's hurting. You know, do something about that. And of course, you can always, if you want, you can you know hire me. <laughs> I suppose that is an option. Since I do do that for people. Where you know I'll take a look at your videos and try and figure out some plan of attack for you. But you know, the, the takeaways from this is that the deadlift it's a fundamental movement. It, it recruits every muscle in your body. And it requires strength from every muscle in your body. So if it's hurting you, like I said, it's either a technical issue, you're either not doing the movement right, you're not doing the movement right because of muscle, you're not setting up for the lift right, and overall you're not training the deadlift in such a way that's complementary to your body. So you've got uh, your, you know, your options laid out. Hopefully you have some idea now of maybe why the deadlift's not working for you. But understand the deadlift, there's, there's a version of deadlifting for everybody. There is. It's it's just hip bend, guys. Fun, you know, at the end of the day, it's being able to bend your hips and stamp straight. That's the most fundamental movement skill, really. You can practice. Uh, you, you learn how to, before. You know, as a baby, I should probably mention this. I had some argument. Some people, someone was asking, well, I think the squat's more basic because you know, deadlifting is moving uh, another object, but squatting is moving yourself. No, the deadlift is more basic. If you study. Motor development in infants and you know, in Homo sapiens, if you study the motor development of children, before you can squat, you have to be able to stand. Standing comes before squatting and walking and crawling even. And what is deadlift? The deadlift, on a very simple level, it's basically just a weighted stand. <laughs> if you want to think of it that way, you are weighting down your, you're weighing down your body and then testing your ability to stand up straight. That's what the deadlift is. That's why it improves physical performance so vastly for people. So, use this. Use this information. Take it to heart. Take it into the gym. And hopefully you will be stronger for it. Be intelligent about it. Don't overexert yourself. Use video. You know, hire someone if you want to hire someone. Hire me if you think I'm suitable to the task. And get your deadlift up. If you can build your deadlift your whole life and get really strong at it, you will always be physically fit and physically sound as you age. When you lose the ability to stamp straight, gravity will absolutely fuck you up. So don't lose that. Until next time, guys. Train hard, train smart. Talk again soon.